Good morning. Good morning, wonderful people of God. I bless God this morning for giving us another day. I glorify the Lord for He is worthy to be praised. He is the Alpha, He is the Omega, He is the beginning, and He is the end. Beloved, as we approach the end of this week, with grace and with mercy, I constantly and continuously want to advise you in the name of our Lord and Savior, through the grace of God, to be what God has called you to be. I'd encourage you to live in harmony and not to live in contention, not to live in pride, but to live in harmony, to live in peace instead of pieces. I encourage you to stay in Christ, stay in his word, learn his word, know his word, live your life as Christ wants you to live this life. Remain in him, stay in him. That's the best place to be. This morning, allow me to read for your meditation this morning three passages of scripture. This morning, the first one comes from Proverbs chapter 26, verse 21, and it reads. As charcoal is to be is is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. As charcoal is to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man. A contentious man always kindle strife, always arguing, always disagreeing, always bringing division, always living in those divisiveness. I plead with you this morning that you will not be a contentious man or woman who always kindles strife. I prayed and I hope that you will be as a chosen child of God will live in peace. For the Bible says, if it is possible, live at peace with all men. 
My second passage I want to read to you as a contentual as we're learning. It's found in Habakkuk chapter 1 verses 3 to 4. This is Habakkuk himself. The prophet is arguing and complaining to God. Why do you show me in iniquity and cause me to see trouble for pondering and violence are before me? There is strife and contention arises. Therefore the law is powerless and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, perverse judgment proceeds. This is Habakkuk complaining to God. And the key here is why? Why do you show me all of these things? Many of us will say, but God, if you are God, and if God do exist, why is he showing and allowing so much iniquity? Why is he allowing so much trouble? Why there is so much violence? Why there is so much strife and contention, argument, disagreement, humor being are just dehumanizing each other, killing each other, slaughtering each other. And the Lord is so powerless. The Lord is powerless because the wicked ones are in charge and they are not executing justice. But rather, the wickedness continue to increase. And all around me, I see wickedness, I see injustice. Habakkuk is asking the question, why? Why the wicked surround me? Why? Why there is so much injustice? And it seems as though the injustice is flourishing. Why the righteous are dying, are struggling. The one who says, I will love my brothers and sisters, is struggling. It's going through so much pain. Why? This is the question that Habakkuk was asking. He has the same question that you always ask. And I know this morning you're probably asking that same question, Lord. I've done everything you asked me to do. But my life just seems so difficult. I can't get a break. Seems like my life goes from season to season with the same struggles, with the same challenges. When I try to fix one thing, then two other things open up again. And it seems like I just can't 
get a breath or get a break. I swim, I swim. Every time I try to lift my head up, it seems like somebody just pushed my head back down and I'm drowning. But those who are wicked, they're living and they're living better lives. I know you've been asking these questions. And as much as the prophet Habakkuk is asking these questions as well. This morning, I want to say to you, it's okay to ask God these questions. It's okay. But my only fear is that you don't become bitter. You don't become contentious. My fear is that you don't stop trusting God, but rather just trust Him because He's taking us through the process. And He's taking us through from grace to grace. While these things are happening, God is developing your character. While these things are happening around you and happening around me, I have learned that God is teaching me how to trust him rather than to trust the system, rather than to trust man. I am learning how to trust the Lord. I am learning how to rely upon him rather than rely upon the system of this world. I am learning how to trust him rather than to trust the authority I'm learning. I'm learning how to believe more in him and rely upon him. You see, God is teaching me in the midst of the injustice. God is teaching me in the midst of the violence in the midst of suppression, in the midst of rejection, in the midst of disunity, God is teaching me. He's transforming my life right before my own eyes. turning me into a godly man and not 
a man who professed to be godly, but he's not. He's changing me to not just focus on the violence, but to look to him. It's the process. For he's taking me to my destiny. And oh, I can't wait to get to my destiny. I can't wait to see how my destiny is going to look. And I want to encourage you this morning. How do I know this? Let me turn lastly to Colossians chapter 3 verse 12. And here is what he says to me. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, put on kindness, put on humility, put on meekness, and put on long-suffering. You see what I told you? That in the midst of the violence, the injustice, that he allowed me to see and to experience, to experience the injustice, to experience the suppression, to experience the betrayal, to experience a disappointment, to experience the rejection. He's putting me through all of this because one, as an elect of God, as a chosen one, as a chosen one, holy, beloved, a one that whom God loved and he chose. He wants me to put on tender mercies and he is putting it on me every day when I cannot even put mercy on myself he's putting tender mercies on me every day now my eyes is opened to see why he allows me to experience the suppression, the rejection, the mistreatment. Now I see why. Because as an elect, holy and beloved child of God, he's putting on me this beautiful, this fabulous coat. This coat he's putting on me. He wants me to wear this wonderful character, the character of mercies, the character of kindness, the character of humility, that in my bone there will be no pride, 
but rather humility. That in my bone there will be meekness. That in my life there will be patience. Long-suffering patience. For out of these things I will get to my destiny. So he's taking me through season to season. He's taking me grace by grace, mercy by mercy. He's taking me. Sometimes we want to get to our destiny so fast. And I want to allow God to finish the work he has started. But I learned this morning that I just need to put the wheels in his hand and let him drive at his pace. But I know I'm not lost. I know I will get to my destiny. Whether I'm 100 years old, whether I'm 95 years old, whether I'm 75 years old, I will get to this destiny because God is now driving. This morning, let God drive. Let God take the wheel. Give him the wheel. Start trying to fight yourself. God bless you.